Test, 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 test. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Anish Kalwar. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, blah, blah, blah. All right. What, hey, what's up, guys? My name is Anish Kalwar. Blah, 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 blah. My name is Anish Kalwar. Blah. Hey, I think we had a good level, actually. <laughs> mm. All right. Um, yeah, I guess the key is just pretending you're Anish. <laughs> if you follow that in life, you'll, you'll get far. I promise. Yeah, farther than he actually made it. What was the, ah! other, what was the other thing that, Speaking uh, of slaps. Thank you, thank you everybody. Please, please hold your applause, please. Please, thank you guys so much for all your love and support. I just want to welcome you all to episode two of our fantastic new show, The So Latest Early Show. I am your co-host, along with my co-hosts, James Moe, Joey Michella. Hello, sirs. They're, they're not present currently, but they can be if you want them to be. <laughs> Good one, right? All right, well, we have a great show for you guys today. <laughs> Did you even introduce yourself? <laughs> yeah, I said I'm Anish Kalver. I'm your co-host. Um, damn, see, you messed up my vibe again. <laughs> <laughs> I want to welcome you guys to today's show. Um, we have a great story that James Moe is going to tell us. We have our podcast dog, Bear, who may also give a special interview today. We have some discussion points that we want to get into, some pop culture things. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And let's get started, shall we? So there's a few things I wanted to share with you guys today. Some some things that I personally found interesting um, in the news. At least someone found it interesting. At least someone found it interesting. So sorry, I don't I don't mean to heckle. Um, I'll let you. Yeah yeah yeah. No, I'm sure you don't mean to heckle Boo! from all the way over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're a good guy. Yeah. You fuck face. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so um. There's just a few things that I think the public should be aware of. Um, one of the goats, his name is Chris Brown, was recently involved in a, a rape accusation in Paris. So his response was to sell this bitch lying t-shirts on his website. So if you think that Chris Brown's bitch is lying, you can go onto his website and buy and support his cause. Now, in terms of the case, it's been dropped. The police found the lady's story very unlikely and unplausible. But you can still buy a shirt and support the cause, baby. So go ahead. Um, shout out to Paris. Chris Brown, stop being crazy. Another thing I wanted to get into, and <laughs> this is, a, I must say, this is a very proud moment for me and my people here. Um, there is a presidential candidate. Her name is Kamala Harris. She's going to be running. She has announced her presidency bid. Now, despite what you think of her views, she has an Indian mother. Indian American mother. So we did it. Is she only half Indian? She's half Indian. I believe she's uh, half Jamaican. Oh, that's cool. But she was raised by an Indian mom. Because uh, I think, I'm not sure what happened with her dad, but she was raised by a single Indian mom. So we have hope. <laughs> we did it. I love you guys. <laughs> brown people, shout out to brown people. Stay strong. Thank you for letting me know. Now I know who I'm not voting for. And he's a Trump supporter. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> what are you, a feminist? 
What? What? Because, you know, anytime they don't support a female candidate, Trump supporter. Yeah, racist, bigot. It's because I'm white and I don't support a woman. I yeah. hate all women. Can you just stop being a racist and a bigot? It's impossible, dude. Have you seen my skin? Dude, we have to get into something very important that the people want to know about right now. What's that? 6 9 has pleaded guilty. <gasps> Again, rapper 6 9 Name her something Hernandez. I think his first name is Daniel Hernandez. Dan. Dan. Dan Hernandez has pleaded guilty to nine counts of felonies for like basically gang activity, and he's supposedly going to cooperate. So people are saying that he may have to go into witness protection, but I don't know how you go into witness oh, protection yeah. with 69,000 69 tattoos all over your body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work out. It's like, oh, aren't you 69? It's like, nah, bro. It's just tattoos. What if they just kill him and then say he's in witness protection? You would have a dark joke like that. Uh, it was a half joke. Yeah, I know. Maybe they just like fix up the six and the nine to make them like eight. <laughs> 96. 88. <laughs> 88. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, well, I mean, I, I think we're starting off with a bang so far. Thank you guys for joining us. Just wanted to give you guys a little, uh, a little rundown of what I found interesting this past week. Well, someone's joining us. Who's here? Who done did it? Who is it? Who is it? It's Alan Ho. It's Alan Ho. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. I hope you guys enjoy the show. We're about to get into a story told by our one and only co-host, James Moe, about child abuse. So stay tuned and enjoy it, guys. As some of you guys may know, I went to Taiwan for maybe about, what, five and a half years of my life. Um, I was there mainly at an American school. But for one semester, the first semester when I when I first got back from Taiwan, I had to go to a local school. And man, that was it was an interesting experience to say the least. <laughs> um, very different culture, very different way of educating people. Um, but it was difficult because you know it's a local school and everything's in Chinese. So I essentially for a semester was not really learning too much. Um, I would go to class and play DS, um, not really do anything in class and. Just I, I would fail everything. I, I I would guess on every single non-English exam, and even on my English exams, I couldn't even get a hundred because there's a portion where it's about translating, and so you have to read the Chinese and translate it to English. So I couldn't even get one hundreds on the English exams. Um, but uh, not to brag or anything, because I guess I guess I am a pretty smart guy. But um, the one subject I was surprisingly good at was uh, math. Cocky. Go figure, right? Asians. Asians. I mean, also, numbers are numbers. He's going to say something racist. No, yeah, exactly. So that's where you, that was your strong suit in a school like that? Yeah, exactly. Numbers are numbers. Um, so the thing is, you know how they would have, like, word problems in school and stuff like that? And they would just say, like, oh, seven apples, and you take away three apples. How many apples are left? And so a lot of the words were still in Chinese for me. Um, but I, I would have to literally look at the numbers and, like, certain key terms to guess 
what the question was asking, and I would do math based on just guessing what it's asking me. Did uh-huh. your teachers not know that you couldn't read it? No, they knew. And like, they nothing knew. happened? Yeah, I, they, they, they couldn't say anything. I was just... You were just flunking school? They couldn't even communicate with me, really, honestly. Like, I, I, my Chinese is all right, but if they tried to yell at me, what are they going to do? Like, I'm the American kid. Like, what, what do you want me to do? <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, so this one uh, particular math exam stood out to me in particular because uh, I remember getting the scores back, and I was actually pretty impressed with myself. You know, all things considered, you know, with my, my hindrance, I uh, I managed to get like an 82 or something, 77 to 80, somewhere around that kind of a level, which, you know, if you can't read the problems, I don't think that's bad at all, honestly. It's pretty good. test without <laughs> understanding the test. Yeah. And so uh, I, I forgot to preface, but this school, not a terrible school, but definitely not one of like the topper, one of the higher tier uh, schools in Taiwan. And I, I think we did know about like Asian education is they kind of split things into tiers in a way. So it's like okay. you get a good exam. You do get a good exam score. You go to a better school, and all the good students go to this one school. All the okay students go to this school. All the not as good students go to this school. Um, and so I was in a, in a school with some not as smart kids. Um, and, yeah, so the teacher starts handing back the exams, and she starts talking about how, oh, yeah, uh, James – he came and read the problems, and he got a 77. <laughs> and she's, uh, she's just, like, yelling at these kids because there's uh, these other kids are getting, like, 20s and 40s because they just don't even try, some of these kids. And, uh, yeah, she, uh, she was not happy. And she started asking, like, these kids, like, why are you doing so poorly? And, you know, no teacher's ever going to get a response to that. Um, so she, she takes a chair. Oh, no. <laughs> a, w- a, wooden, a wooden chair. Oh, and yeah. Oh, no. Breaks off one of the planks from like the the seat where you're sitting, and she starts calling up every <laughs> single kid who scored lower than me, and smacks them on the hand with the plank. Not 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 even a light slap slap too. It was like a decent slap. I I, sw- I I think there may have been like a nail in the plank. You know, you might need a tetanus shot or something afterwards. I don't know. Um, how old were you? Uh, what year was that? I think it was second semester of seventh, sixth grade, maybe? Seventh oh, grade? Oh my That's God. traumatizing, dude. Yeah, I was standing there in horror, just like, oh, man, I hope I hope I don't get killed by these kids later, you know? <laughs> what like, happened afterwards? Nothing. Did you I'm, even have any friends? Yeah. Dude, they loved me. I'm the American kid, man. They <laughs> loved me. They You're loved exotic. Me. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I can speak in English. And, and you got kids beat up by your teacher, man. Yeah. They were a little disappointed in me because I, w- I was okay at basketball. I was like, all right. But they thought, like, oh, you are you play against, like, black kids. You must be amazing. And, <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Everyone's racist on this podcast. This is ridiculous. I mean, with countries like Taiwan and any country where it's all one homogenous race, everyone's going to be super racist. Like, I'm sure when you went to Hong Kong, people were, like, staring at you all the time, right? All the time. Exactly. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> laughing because he, even he knows. <laughs> you saw people start. Damn, you got your kids beat up, man. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck I, those kids. I was hit by a teacher once, too. Yeah. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> another podcast, another story. Yeah, another podcast. I got slapped in the face. I can't wait. Damn. So I, I kind of like, mm. I, I feel for the kids. Oh, yeah. I I did not feel good about that. Like, I... Come on, I, I was the reason they got slapped. Like, I would have just failed my exam then because it doesn't even mean shit to me. Did you start failing? No. 
for, from that. I mean, I, I tried just because, like, I, I feel like I got to try in something. I can't just sit there all day, you know, and not do anything. Yeah. Like, I got to learn something. I can't just waste my time. Do you remember any of their names? You should apologize to them right now. Um, funny enough, I only remember the names of the smart kids. So I guess the guilt wasn't that bad where I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. I can't believe I got Ernie hit, you know, or something like that. But like, Ernie, huh? No, nah, I don't think any of it. Uh, the names I remember in particular, one guy, his name was Alan, actually, one guy. Um, another nice. Another guy's name was Chocolate. His nickname was Chocolate. And another guy's name was, a nickname was Bean. Um, Yo. I don't know. It's like, it's like my Shout friend's Shout out to there. Alan Chocolate Bean. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, went, you went to middle school with Bean Arpino, and we didn't know? No one knows what Bean Arpino is. He was on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Eat it, bitch. Episode... I don't know. That's an insert for a niche. Eat it, bitch. For the episode number. All right, shut up, dude. James is telling the story. I know. James? I don't know. I have much else to add to the story, but I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks, mm-hmm. man. Uh, I'm sure the kids who got beat up did, too. Yeah. If you got beat up by this teacher, send a comment our way. Let us know. If, if by any chance, the one person or the few people who got hit commented, that would be crazy. And you should report the teacher. No. Yeah, dude. No. Good for her. Kids need to be hit, man. All right, that's I that's how we end Kids need to be hit, man. We're in a fantasy basketball league together, and I had the number one overall draft pick. I went with Anthony Davis, who has been killing it up until this fractured finger and now this kind of trade deadline drama. What do you guys think about this whole ordeal? James, you want to start? Um, I mean, so so just to help inform the, the listeners out there, the NBA trade deadline is February 7th, which I guess by the time this releases pretty much be right around then actually um yeah it'll be on yeah it'll be on 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 the trade deadline day so this could be a little outdated but stay tuned um and and so basically what's happened is anthony davis spent what six years five years with the pelicans and he's finally demanded a trade from the front office he still has a year and a half remaining on his contract and he wants to go to LA. Yeah, he wants to go to the Los Angeles Lakers to play with LeBron James, and he basically says to every other team, "Yeah, don't bother signing me because I'm gonna go to the Lakers." Los yeah. There's a lot of backstory behind that too, because they have the, um, him, Anthony Davis, and LeBron have the same agent, so they think that. Um, all right, let's ask you guys. Do you think there's collusion that like LeBron is talking to AD, and he's like, "Yo, come to LA, man." It makes sense. Because yeah. everything that AD is doing right now is all kind of fucked up. Yeah. Like, did you hear what his dad said about Boston? Yeah, yeah. He, no. So his dad sent a text to some ESPN reporter. He's like, I would never want my son to go to Boston. The, what they did to Isaiah Thomas, no loyalty. Like, I would never want him to de- do stuff like that. Hmm. And that, that was printed. So, like, there's Boston. Like, that's who the Pelicans are waiting for. So everyone's thinking that they're just trying to decrease the leverage of the Pelicans to have to eventually trade him to the Lakers. I can kind of see... Uh, Anthony's 
frustration too because he's been a top player for years, for years. and he sees like the Warriors and everyone joining forces and he's just like I'm on the Pelicans I'm on the Pelicans you guys I'm right, well, not gonna make the playoffs I'm gonna get into that real quick I don't like I don't want to say Anthony Davis is overrated because he's he's an amazing player great stats but but certain players are players which will elevate the team into success we haven't seen Anthony Davis succeed in the play. We've, we've seen him win one round. I don't think that's a, it. I personally don't think a big man can uh, lead a team into the playoffs on himself, especially not in today's NBA landscape. All right, name me one. Shaq. With who? Shaq had Shaq help. Shaq is Shaq. Dude. Shaq had help. He dude. still made the playoffs. Dude, in recent he, memory. He ha- Anthony Davis has help. You can, who has he had help? Like Kobe or Dwayne Drew Wade? Drew Holiday is amazing. Like, is like Kobe he's or He's not Dwayne the same Wade. level as that. But like, exactly. He, he's Shaq not always he had, had other superstars. He hasn't won in the playoffs at all. He, has, he hasn't proved anything. LeBron was carrying scrub teams to the finals, well, a, and he left. What I'm Anthony to, Davis hasn't done anything close to that. What I'm trying to say is when you're a primary ball handler versus a big guy, it's a difference. I'm not doubting that, but if he impacts the game as much as he thinks, he sh- like, as much as he thinks he's worth, then his team should be doing better. So then... Can you name one playoff team that has been led to the championship with just a big man? Uh, I got. I got to think. The back. last person I can think of is Dwight Howard when there was no big threes. I mean, depends. It depends on what you mean. But like Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan's always had help too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. AD, I feel like but okay, they've tried. AD's to put help, help is him, not he has that no help. bad to the point where he can't even make the playoffs or doesn't win anything. Does he choke in the playoffs though? No. They just play good teams, bro. They're always middle seeds. Yeah, it's the West. Like, it's hard. You're playing like the Warriors or like the Spurs, who who were good back then. Like, good teams. Yeah, bro. And, like I, from what I know of basketball, is the Spurs with uh, Popovich, right? Yeah. Is a well coached team like that isn't gonna lose to one man. Yeah, like he swept through the uh, the the Blazers this past year. Swept them, and the Blazers are the second or third seed. Just straight four four zip. Anthony Davis, no Demarcus Cousins, no anyone. And then he plays a good team where he needs help, and obviously they're gonna lose. Yeah, so you're playing in the best how, conference. How is this team any worse than last? This team is better than last year's team, if anything, I think. But I think the competition has also gotten better. Yeah, and you could tell that AD just like he's probably just one. No, exactly. Game. And look, I, I like let's put it this way, all right? You put AD on the Lakers, that team is automatically an amazing team. If you yeah, don't yeah, take definitely. away like all of their pieces, right? But if it's AD and LeBron, like I'm, I'm betting on AD and LeBron to have a good Over shot. The Warriors to no. have a. All right, they have the best shot of anyone else. Yeah, then they have the best shot. Yes, to beat the but Warriors. over the Warriors. No, I think the Warriors are gonna win it this the year. The Warriors so can always win. lose, but too. the Lakers this offseason can definitely make a move if they get AD to like put themselves in a good situation to possibly beat the Warriors, especially with like free agency. Everyone's everyone might leave. Clay, Boogie, Draymond. Is there they enough money to everyone. pay everyone? No, they can't afford everyone. If they wanted to, they could pay four of them to max contracts. It, it depends too. It's like. That's Dude, you, got, you guys have endorsements and shit. You don't need, like, me personally, if it's like, hey, we can pay you $50 million or $30 million to, be, like, another team can pay you 50 but you're going to be suck and have to start at the bottom or whatever. Or we'll give you 30 and you get to win another fucking three championships. I'd rather do that because What's, the endorsements you're going to be able to get and being, like, that's your legacy is to be a champion. But... I mean, there's so many things to it. Like, it depends on what you value. Because to a lot of people, it's like, I have 10 years to maximize my profits. You know what I'm saying? Like, to a lot of people, this is all the time that they're going to make money. You know, like, at least we have the somewhat kind of comfortability of knowing, like, okay, I'll have a job until, mm-hmm. like, I'm 50, 60, hopefully, knock on wood, right? 
These guys have skills as professional athletes for a very small amount of time that they have to capitalize on, and it's known as a business. Mm-hmm. Right? But, so, like, does Clay Thompson have endorsements and stuff? Clay Thompson has endorsements. Do you think if he was just some but player it depends on, some, on what you value on some chocolate, random chocolate yeah, endorsements? But, like, if he was on some random team, would do you think they'd give a fuck about him? So, I think Clay Thompson values culture and winning more than he values money. Yeah. So I can't blame someone for wanting to take the 20 extra. It all depends on what you want to do and what's more important to you. It's a personal problem. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't blame people for wanting to take money, but I just think this is starting to set a very bad precedent for what the league will be like in the future. One, it's going to start promoting super teams, this kind of movement. And I'm not saying players shouldn't take their own destinies into their own hands, but LeBron leaving uh, to go to the Heat and everything, it changed completely the whole dynamic of player to team. And, and the problem is now, it's it's not competitive. You, like, you can't have a league where all the players just decide to join up together and the same two teams are always facing each other every year and no other teams can can build up at all. That's, that's not fair for a league. It's not going to help a league at all. Do you think eventually there's going to be enough star players that more teams are going to be able to have big threes because there's just more athletes to Probably. Like, I mean, super players to choose from? I feel like this is a good problem, though. Like, I could see that happening, but, like, that's going to take some time. But I feel like this, like, players should know they're valued. Look, I, like, I, like, teams have been fucking them over for so long. LeBron, that was so actually long, great. Dude. Like, like, LeBron's the first guy who's like, nah, like, I know what I'm going to do but, for myself. But LeBron's whole thing that he said, like, a team will just trade away someone and no one cares, but then when you want to leave a team, they make yeah, it out to be like you're some bad thing, guy. Bro. But, like, like uh, we know Nico, Nico, yeah, Nico's friend, her boyfriend got like dropped by the giants just all of a sudden yeah that's, how, that's practice how, squad yeah, gets how dropped. sorry oh you just bought you just got an apartment yeah, here too bad. whatever sucks too bad. get find a new job but then if you know when people want to leave it's like oh how yeah. could you do that like let's look at like the isaiah oh. thomas thing right like they traded a guy who had just lost his sister gave his heart and soul to the team like i i understand why people are mad you know what i'm saying like that was kind of cold-hearted and people are like oh yeah you got Kyrie, great job great job but i don't know bro like people look at that some kind of way well, when you're when you're fucking the top, it's. Uh, I thought we were a family. I, th- you know, I thought this was more than just basketball. But then yeah. when they do it to you, it's like, hey man, That's it's just business, saying. right? You know, this is it's basketball. It's just business. It's like just the way the angle they they attack it, and it's fucked up because it's it so obvious. Yeah, but it is it's, a business. Because like it's like if you're think I try to translate it to how I would be at my workplace, right? Someone, I'm not gonna take less unless. I'm getting something in return that I value. Yeah. It, and what everyone values and how much they value it as is always different. If I'm moving to another job and you're going to pay me less, then there better be something else to make up for it. Otherwise, I want to maximize my money. No one's going to willingly leave money on the table just for a cause. There's a, there's a very small amount of people, people who are going to do that. People leave money to win. Yeah. Very right, few right. people do that, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Clay Thompson's not going to sign for the minimum if he's not going to be winning chips. Like, he's not going to go yeah. to the Magic and be like, yeah, let me just sign a vet minimum so we can hopefully build something here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. Like, he's 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 getting it back in some other way, being if, on the greatest team ever. If I had no endorsements and stuff, then I'd be like, look, guys, I need no money. one gives a fuck about yeah. me, so I got to get out of here. But it's like, hey, I got my own shoe, and all the shoe deals and all that stuff usually is more than the contracts anyway. So it's, you know what, take that money, and then you're a champion. You can build a brand around being a champion, and then – you have a legacy rather yeah. than what happens if you go out on your own and then they, they're like, oh, shit. You know, 
Joey's only good when he's with really yeah. good people. He sucks, and then your career's fucking over. Look, I, I get that all. Like, I understand the players should have power, but the problem is it's creating a league that's anti-competitive where only like I understand they're going to have to discuss look, it. Like, I un- so, something's going to have to yeah, be changed. There's going to be a lockout. There's going to be a lockout. But there should be like I think this is good cuz it's bringing more balance to the players. Like it's bringing a balance no, of power. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not So they like, got to figure out in terms of how they're not going to have Players should have power, but one of the big problems with not this super is teams. one, Anthony Davis is still under contract for a year and a half. You signed a contract to say I am going to play for your team. And just because you think you're entitled to just be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to leave now. Can you trade me, please, to the Lakers? You have to. Doesn't that set a terrible precedent? How well, can no, a business you... – op- like, it's not the same as us where we sign up for a job and we can leave. Like, and, and if you still sign a contract, you should be punished if you breach your contract. Like, Anthony Davis should be punished for breaching his contract. Technically, hmm. though, he's not saying, like, trade me to L.A. or I'm not playing He's saying, yeah, okay, you could trade for me, but I'm going to LA. No, I, That's what I, I he's get saying. It. But, but, but essentially, and there's like, not much wrong in doing but that. But he decided this a year and a half before his, the end of his contract. He could have told them, he could have told them in private this summer or something, hey, I'm not going to resign at the end of this year, instead of coming out to the media with Rich Paul, his agent, which we can, we'll get to but that see, in the, a second. The reason, like, we don't know the reasons. Like, we're all going to speculate on the reasons. No one knows the reasons. Like, what if he's like, nah, I want to go to LA because my family's there? <laughs> He's from Chicago. Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> My family moved to L.A., though. It does seem kind of fishy, though. That's all I'm going to say. But speaking of sports dominance. Ooh, segue. I see you, Joey. Tom Brady. Ninth Super Bowl appearance. You know who has the next highest? No. With eight? Who? The Steelers, Cowboys, <laughs> and Broncos. Three franchises have less than him, and they are the top franchise he's made the super bowl he's played 18 seasons right so he made super bowl half half of the time he's played and he's made the last eight afc championship games eight in a row imagine imagine making that bet in 2010 i bet the patriots are going to make the afc championship the next eight years what were those odds a million to one but bro he's amazing do you all right you're an eagles fan yeah you're a giants fan Mm -hmm. i guess i'll call myself a cowboys fan but you know (laughs) i don't know (laughs) I don't really give a, a fuck. Throwing up. I don't even know their, what their record was this year. Trash. I mean, they, they made, made the it playoffs. further than the Eagles is all I know. But Super Bowl. At, exactly. It's like, <laughs> you care, whatever. But yeah, we, beat, we beat them twice. All right, moving on, please. As someone who loves the game of football and loves players. I mean, we, we, I think we can both be happy that, you know. Yo, so all right, let, let's get into this, and then I want to have a theory cause that James actually reminds me of. Oh, NFC, you can't beat the NFC East. How'd you know? <laughs> Shit, I guess it's kind of well Because I hear all you, all these all fucking right, right, people right. my continue whole life. Your, continue with your So, Tom Brady, has he officially <laughs> cemented himself in as the GOAT? Yes. Yeah, when, when he beat the Falcons, he was already the GOAT. That was the craziest game I've seen. But, yo, like, anyone to make it into a championship nine times, any kind of championship nine times is insane. Yeah, especially football. Especially football. Especially football, football at his age. <laughs> football is incredibly, incredibly fucking hard to win, and always mid forties. It comes down to coaching, and then players. So you're talking. Uh, Bill Belichick is definitely the best coach, and Tom's the best, the best player. Dude, Tom Brady has done more than teams have done yeah. by himself. And like I used to always hate with Giant fans when they. 
Ooh, Eli's 2-0. I'd rather be 2-0. I mean, he is 2-0. But, I mean, when it comes to championship games, I'd rather be 5-3 and three or even 5-4 and four than 2-0. and oh. I mean, we're talking regular season. I'd rather be 2-0 and because oh, then you have, you have a lot of games left and you could do way better. But Super Bowls, fuck that. Nine Super I just can't get over the fact. I've been seeing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl since I was He's going to have the most wins and potential. Like, he could have the most wins and losses as a fucking player. Can you imagine, like, we're... All right, LeBron made it to the finals how many times? Seven? Something like that, yeah. He's got to do it two more times. And you're two talking... Two more times. He's Tom, not doing it this year. He's not doing it this year. There are 11 guys on the field, too. That's and, what I'm saying. And he doesn't play defense. That's what I'm saying, dude. So, I mean, you're talking, like, the culture, but the he's coaching... he's the team the, at the same but time. That's what I mean. He's the leader. Yeah. And... Uh, from listening to that Gladiator podcast I talked about, the one about Aaron Hernandez, uh-huh. is like Tom was the fucking the king of the locker room. Like he was the guy in charge. That's the you know, nine straight times. Like I was amazed at LeBron doing a seven. It just shows how hard it is, like just to maintain greatness for that long. Dude, even playing any sport, like any sport you've played, how easy is it to fucking have one bad game and then you're you're done? Especially in the playoffs. That's why, because football is one and out. Is he the, it's is not he the per- best does seven? he have the perfect life? Have you seen his wife? Yeah. Yeah. You seem disappointed. She's alright. She's not. She's more than alright, bro. She's a supermodel. There's a lot of Probably one of the most famous supermodels ever. True. True. He he's an interesting guy. He's a very interesting guy. Yo. Is he Is he human? <laughs> I feel like he he, sacri- he has to do some kind of dark shit, like sacrificing people, like drinking blood. No, I mean, do you hear about him going kids. out to parties and getting in trouble and doing all kinds of dumb shit? No. I just hear him about he going to He is always training to yep. be the best football player ever. That's, like, that's why Richard Sherman was so good, too. Because players like that that are devoted, that, like they devote their life to the game, and it shows. But how does he do it for so long? Have you heard about his diet? So he has like a crazy strict and healthy diet where, um, you know what his cheat meal is? What? It's like quinoa and like vegetables and shit. That's, that's his cheat that's meal? That's his cheat meal. Oh, I couldn't do it. Like. I couldn't do it, dude. There was a, a video of him like preparing breakfast and he cut off the ends of the banana. And it was just like. What? Satan's anus. <laughs> is that what it's like, called? I don't know. But like, dude, he, he cut. Really off, but he cut off like, like dude, he cut off like two inches off of each side. It's just like, dude, this guy is like, nope, I'm only taking the middle. Like, <laughs> that's that's his fucking life. Yo, I wish I could be Tom Brady sometimes, just to see what it's like, just to be amazing at everything. I mean, dude, every day of his life, every year has been about football. Watch probably. him run for president. No, he would probably win. He would he probably ran. win. Uh, He'd be like, I made the Super Bowl nine times. Unless he's facing Eli Manning. (laughs) 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 Or Nick Foles. (laughs) Or the NFC East. Uh, He can't beat them. Tom Brady, Uh, baby. But to move away from sports and go into more of our strong suit. Politics. our Our new suit. Politics. YouTube. Oh, okay. Oh, follow us on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Yeah. So while we're figuring out our whole YouTube channel and having all the fun, the algorithms are changing. And now less conspiracy videos are going to be shown. And a lot of 9-11 conspiracies have been deleted. And basically with 
the start of the Alex Jones being removed from a lot of these platforms, what do you guys think about all of this, uh, I guess, censorship? Is that, like, who? how do we know this has happened? Who's reported this, or how do we know? Like, can you guys multiple, get multiple sources? I saw like there was news articles from like Forbes, a bunch of places. I, I think YouTube themselves came out saying, yeah, they're going to show less conspiracy theories, which misinform users and things like that. Um, how do they determine what misinforms? That's the thing. That's that's when it becomes tricky. The whole reason this thing is messed up is like when it comes to hate speech, when it comes to conspiracy, when it comes to everything is. Who makes the decision that it's too much or too far or right. not possible? Especially considering that, like, the MLK assassination could have been a cons- is like That's thought to be a conspiracy. JFK conspiracy. There's even con- other conspiracies that had happened, and then when they came out to be true, like what? Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but there's been a few that like. It might have been stuff with, um, like, politics and stuff like Oliver North and the drugs. They made the movie with um, Tom Cruise uh, flying the plane where oh, he was, oh, yeah, where he yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. delivering drugs. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, Freeway Ricky, like Rick Ross, Freeway the real Rick, yeah. Rick Ross. The real Rick Ross. Like, yeah. apparently he found out after, like, he was a drug, like, Selling drugs to cities, and then he found out he was getting the drugs from like the CIA. Have you? Have you guys? Sorry, I don't mean. I don't I mean to change topics. No, you're good. But have you guys heard how Rick Ross got his name? Yeah, he used to be. Uh, he was a corrections, a corrections officer. officer. Yeah, and he used to like be the corrections officer around him. Yeah, like, around, around Rick Ross, the real thug, and uh, Rick Ross. Either Rick Ross will still fuck us all up. But so I'm just the, saying, like, the real Rick Ross. I'm pretty sure has been trying to get his fucking name straight because like. Hey, rapper Rick Ross. Um, I'm waiting for your album to drop. But it's like, how, how are you gonna? How are you gonna be a corrections officer and then rap about being a drug dealer and stuff? You know, like, I mean, there are police officers. I'm not. Drugs I'm not. Stuff. Yeah, I'm not saying that. But like, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Come, come on. <laughs> so, <laughs> but see, like, <gasps> those were conspiracy theories that were proven true, and there's the other like small ones. So the the point is, the best way to battle bad ideas is discussion with good ideas. Like, if you just shut people down, that's when they go down these rabbit holes and watch these stupid videos about how the earth is flat and believe it because there's no one to be like, hey, look into the fucking sky, look at the mountains, go in a plane. The earth isn't flat, you moron. So do you guys have a problem with them taking out flat earth videos? No, I th- I think that it's it's up to the people to regulate it and to, like... If like okay, I guess what I'm trying to ask is, would you agree that some of what Alex Jones was saying was harmful? Harmful, I mean, fucked up, yes. Harmful, mm. that's relative, right? Because, like, think about the parents who, who, like, whose kids were involved in that. That could be harmful. Other people may think it's harmful. Like, I, I, I'm not exactly sure, but, like, I've heard of some of the stuff he says. I know it's yeah. very sensationalized, this kind of stuff he says. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of person. But, but the way I look at the Sandy Hook stuff is, like, I mean, your kids, your kids were killed. Like, is that really what's harming your life? But is if that my kid is some dead, crazy guy. I, no motherfucker is gonna talk about my dead kid. Like, like it's crazy. Oh yeah, that's. But that's. I don't think it's up to, like, the platforms to say you're not allowed to do that. It's up to the people to be like, hey, you're a fucking idiot, well, that's and the then not listen though. to him. And then if a bunch of morons want to listen to him, and like, then that's what happens. That's the thing, though, because it is a private platform. They they can do anything they want. Okay. Yeah. 
Like, See, freedom of speech, like, it's not censoring if, I mean, it is censoring, but it's still freedom of speech. They can just use whatever they want on their platform. It's funny you guys are saying this because I was actually watching a, uh, this interview recently. Um, there's a CEO of um, Social Capital, I believe. Uh, I was sent this by one of my mom's friends. He's some Indian CEO, right, of some big American company. He used to work at uh, Facebook. We made it. We made it, baby. We made it, brown people. Congrats. So um, he used to be, well, he is a CEO, right? I think he's a billionaire. He's, he's done well for himself. And he was just basically talking about, he was talking about a lot, but um, he was doing this interview at Stanford. And essentially what he was saying was, he's like, politicians and everything, they're all puppets. He's like, realistically, yeah. and I know this because like I've been, and I, like, I've opened up the curtain and seen the side of the world, is that 150 men own the world. Like they control the world in terms of like the actual cash flows, the resources, everything, right? 150 men control the world. Now, before I never used to believe it, like when I was younger, but the older I'm growing, all of this shit makes sense, bro. It's all about just keeping control of people. Yeah. 150 men, like, and they're all, he's saying everyone's just worried about their own pockets. Like, no, like, you think you matter to these people? That's that's my whole argument all the time about, like, when people act like, because I'm white, I have all these different benefits. It's like, yeah, in some ways, but in a lot of ways, like, dude, I'm just a fucking a person who is worthless to most of these like one percent people. They don't give a fuck what your skin color is or like what you do. It's just can you make the money and I, are you the best? Like, I think though. I mean, this is like a different conversation, but I think when people say like white privilege and shit like that, it's in it's in other aspects. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about like overall. I'm just talking. It's like some people when they talk about jobs, like they'll be like, oh well, like because you're white, you know, like white people are getting all the jobs, like. Yeah, dude, 100 white people applied for the job. One person got the job. I was one of those fucking people that didn't. Like, there's no privilege for me. And it's like, these 150 people, they care about their name, their money, and that's about it. I mean, their name might not even be out there. Like, the, these are like the new kings, if you think about it. Like He's saying they're old kings. No, what I'm saying is like, but like the new modern kings, I guess. Like yeah. the Illuminati. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, yeah. all of this shit is starting to make sense. And it's, I know it's crazy, like, Illuminati and shit like that, but I mean, like, to think that there's a small group of people controlling the world that have millions of dollars and you cannot fuck with and know, don't know who they are, yeah, I could see that. Think, think about how the government in the United States works nowadays. We, as much as we want to say we're a democratic republic, we're, we're really a, a corporatocracy. Did you just make that up? No, it's a real word. Corporatocracy. Yeah. It's a government run by corporations. Wow. Because yeah. essentially... Um, sure, we, we can vote these these people into office. They're paying them. Yeah. The companies are paying them, telling them, hey, make these laws, make these things, we'll give you money, we'll support you. And when you're out of office, you can come back and you can do a speech for $500,000. That's why when I run for president of the United States, I'm going to make sure that money is not involved in politics anymore. Vote for me. So then the DNC will make sure that you don't win. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'll, I might just run as an independent. Ooh, libertarian like, maybe? If the, I, I think as much as I would like to see a movement like that where, you know, we do want to correct the It's already starting. Cor- it's already starting. But even at that, I, I don't, like, if this idea that there's 150 people running the world, if that were true, the second some person becomes powerful, like, some, some person becomes influential enough with these ideas of, yeah, we need to change the system, we need to do this and this, they're going to kill him without a doubt. JFK. <laughs> I mean, it's it's happening in certain instances in America where like there's calls for the the removal of the electoral college. There's calls for removals of like just 
voting procedures and shit like how we're going now and just things like that. So, I mean... But I'm talking like major changes. Like that's a major change. Yo, if we get rid of the electoral college, that's a major I change. Ha- I, I heard of percentage policy. electoral votes too. Like if, oh, if yeah. it's like 51, 49, then it's fifty one percent of those. Some change needs to happen, bro. I mean, they basically did it in a way so we feel like our voice matters, but it really doesn't. It no, no, I disagree because I think in the past, like we have to remember, everything that was created was created at a certain time, right? That's true. The electoral college was created a long time ago. Not that long. It was but like in the 1800s. But it might even been I late mean, if 1700s. I mean, think about how long, yeah, like, like, time. Yeah, I mean, America yeah. as a country is young, right? But think about 1800s. Like, there was reasons for, like, why you have to re- have state representatives <laughs> representing certain places. Because it was like, like hey, we have to talk to California. All right, you're yeah. going to go on a fucking <laughs> yeah. on a 10-year journey Yeah, there, that's what I'm saying. You know? It's different. Yeah. Now, now times are different. I think we have right. to change. That's why, like, we were talking earlier about, like, the guns and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I'm 100% for guns. I think I, I one day may own a gun, right? But I don't think that if this dude has some mental problem and has been talking about on Facebook killing people, he should be actually be able to go oh, buy yeah. a gun just by showing his ID and then he could do whatever he wants no. with it. Like the, there should be some kind of checks. Just like there is with a fucking car. Like you have to get a license, which you're tested for and shit. Like why Why New, is that not with guns? New Jersey is a perfect example of like it's hard to get a gun, but not hard. Yeah. It's just a lot of work. So if you really want one, like you have to yeah. put in the work, you have to prove that. But you, you have, have to get rid of the black market. Stuff. That's the hardest problem. But I don't know how you do that. You'll never get rid of the black that's market. That's never. Especially but because. But you can change how guns work. Right. I mean, like, think about how many things are illegal. And then it's like, okay, well, then the cops say police stations start raiding people's houses and then they have all these guns. But then there's these, there's these cops who are making $60,000 a year and a gang comes up to him and says, hey, we'll give you $6 million for all these guns. Do you think the guy is going to be like, That's what I'm saying. no, yeah. Yeah. it's against my pride and honor. I didn't owe See, it. So they're going to be like, uh, give me the $6 million. So the reason I, I say, like, I guess what I'm saying, I guess we're kind of diverting too, like, right? But So I saw this post recently by, um, might have been Lupe Fiasco, right? Shout out mm-hmm. to Lupe Fiasco. And he's like, yeah, I own a gun, uh, but the way this gun works is you have to have the perfect grip or it's not going to shoot. There's so, like some with like fingerprint things. Yeah. Too. So there's and another thing I saw is like it's it's fingerprint activated, so it's only gonna mm-hmm. work with your hand on it. But this Lupe Fiasco thing is just a regular gun. But he's like it's literally not gonna fire unless you have a strong tight grip, which you only get from practice. Mm-hmm. So he's like even if let's say like a kid was able to get his hands on it or something, yeah, he can't shoot it unless mm-hmm. he knows actually how to use a gun. We should have things like that. It's just uh, like preventative measures, so people it, just aren't blowing their fucking heads off. I mean, if you notice anything with like regulations and getting things to change, is it takes it takes years. Yeah. And uh, start it, somewhere. it's I mean that's like there. There's definitely changes being made that are good though. Yeah, that's that's the one problem with democracy though. It's it's change is extremely slow. Yeah. Extremely slow. I think that's anywhere. Anywhere we have any a large democracy, yeah. No, any system. Anywhere we no. have a large group of people. Uh, but see, like, all right. So if you're gonna have a, um, like, like, what if a dictator? Came yeah, that's through? what I'm saying. But like, then that's his based on his decision. Right. But so that, that doesn't mean it's I'm the saying. right decision. Yeah. But like, do you, all right. I don't know if I want to get into this question, but do you think it's possible to have a ethical and good dictator? Dictator. Or yeah. Dictatorship. Whoa. Dictatorship. I guess. No. It's. I mean, no. it's definitely like in the past, but it depends on the size of the group. I, I okay. Too. I, I think that yeah, there may have been one or two or a handful of dictators who have had morals and shit like that, right? But dictatorship naturally just is corruptive, because you're gonna get one or two people who are exactly that dictators who are power hungry and gonna do whatever they want, 
Right. And everything else that's not right is you're dying. Typically, so. who wants to fucking lead the whole big pack? Someone who has crazy fucking <laughs> yeah craziness in them and crazy wants hunger, something yeah. else. But dude, we're just not supposed to be this big. Yeah, like dealing to. with a group. That's what I'm saying. Of it's, this it's many hard people. when you're representing 300 million people, especially like, like very fucking different people. Yeah, America is, is a very like diverse country in certain parts. But that's like. That's why we have so many issues, but we're like a lot less racist than a lot of places because, like you were talking about before, yeah. about when you have a country filled with the same people, any outsider is looked at as like very differently. Yeah, that's just a common human reaction. Yeah, as as bad as racism is here, it's de- like it's it's different here, I guess. Yeah. just given the history, it's different. I mean, it can get bad here, like it gets violent. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you guys think about when people that are half black half white but they look white and then try to act like racist things are happening to them or that they're afraid of racism does that bother I mean, you guys I'm, listen man i'm not i'm not gonna discount anybody who says they've been through racist shit because like we don't know what they deal with but like if if me say i was half black and you guys like obviously look at me well but and then look, i was saying like this character you can tell someone's half black like, not I've, always. Never, I've never seen a white person just like a, a half black person who's just 100 percent white and looks all white like they have features and stuff that makes them look a little different. From I mean, a, from yeah, if you water. like analyze them and stuff, but like no, there's people because it reminded me of like when when Trump won. There's certain people that don't even look like minorities. They look like me, and they're acting like they were terrified to go outside and they were gonna face all this racist stuff. But it's like uh, you're gonna find America's every, every like, kind of person, man. Especially in New Jersey, we're pretty good over here. <laughs> Usually, as long as you stay out of the boonies. Usually, man. Shout out to Jersey. I love Jersey. It's a garbage state. Shut up. Shut up. I mean, it's literally a no. garbage state. No. Jersey is amazing, and I love my Jersey people. Our weather isn't that great. It's false. Our scenery isn't that great. That's very false. We have the Appalachian Mountains. I mean, how much of them? And we have the shore. And we have the shore. We have a and we have, garbage beach. We have beach. Hoboken and Jersey City and Edison. Yeah. We got James Moe. We got James Moe and Joey Michelle and Nish Kalra. And, and that's our show. And that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. New Jersey's trash though. Manamana. Manamana. Hi everybody. This is Anish Kalra. This is James Mo. And this is Joey Michelle. I hope you guys enjoyed episode two of the So Late It's Early Show. Let us know if you have any feedback, questions, anything you want to hear. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DemGradBoys, D-E-M-G-R-A-D-B-O-Y-Z. Adios. YouTube link, youtube.com slash the graduates one. One. Uno. Thanks.